At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Greg Peterson experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is the Greg Peterson experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And we've got a tremendous three hours coming up for you as this week in the NFL is now done. So we've got to try to turn it forward to week 15 after. We saw yet another quarterback go down. We're going to be talking about that here in a minute and also going to be discussing that here in our number one with a pair of great guests as Ben Brown. He does absolutely amazing work over at Pro Football Focus and Matt Landis. He does a tremendous podcast, the Props and Ops podcast, which you're able to catch wherever you your podcast. They're going to be joining me in 15 minutes. We're going to take a look at what we all got in week 14, project forward in terms of week 15 and Matt, as he always does, he tries to find us a little bit of value in terms of the teasers as well, which that is going to be an interesting look this week with this week's card. So we're going to be talking with them a little bit about what we've seen there and also probably going to bring up to Ben what we can expect out of some of these, shall we say, number two or in the case of perhaps the Ravens, number three and beyond quarterbacks and them coming into the fold. And our number two, we're going to bring into the fold Daniel Avari. She does great work here at the network and for those that are fans of UCLA sports, she does a lot of the in-stadium announcing for the basketball and the football team. So we're going to discuss with her some of what we're going to be seeing in college basketball on Tuesday. Try to get her thoughts if she has any in terms of these bowl games, in terms of Pac-12, which can be very, very difficult with a lot of these opt-outs. So I salute anyone that is trying to decipher what we're going to be getting in those games as well. I've been mostly staying away from the bowls as a result, by the way. We do have a college bowl guide here at Visa, and they do a tremendous job in terms of taking a look at that, 
gauging motivation, which can be very, very difficult. So kudos to all that worked on that absolutely, shall we say, difficult adventure, but they did a great job with it. So and you get my full respect for that. And then coming up in hour number two as well, we're going to be talking to Tanner Kern. He is a co-host of the Fade the Public podcast and does some great work over there at Forbes. He's going to be discussing what we're going to be seeing in week 15 of the NFL, giving us a few picks on that front. And then we got to take a look at the futures market with Jason Weingarten, who does a great job over at the Wide World of Weingarten podcast. And we get that wherever your podcast that is part of the VEASAN family podcast. He's going to be joining me in hour number three. So We've got a lot of fun that is coming up and feels like we're going to be seeing a lot of backup quarterbacks this week in the NFL after well, what we saw on Monday Night Football. It was the New England Patriots who got down early. They were able to claw it out in the end. If you, like me, had the over, got to be feeling a little bit salty about that Kyler Murray injury as, well, it's looking like he's probably going to be not just done for this year, but we've got to be questioning whether or not he's going to be good to go for the start of next year as it sounds like the worst might be coming on that injury. I've yet to see it be confirmed or not as to whether or not it is an ACL, but that seems to be the inkling from many people as the Patriots get it done by a count of 27 to 13 in this one. And the Patriots, they keep themselves very live in terms of playoff picture, one that I think is very fascinating and that you've got pretty much all four teams in the AFC East still with a alive and kicking shot of being able to make the playoffs. Once all said and done, I do think that you're going to see one of the Ravens and the Bengals, whoever doesn't win the division, they'll probably take one of those spots, but still very fun to take a look at the potential of four teams from a division being able to make the postseason. You're able to say the same for the NFC East as well as that Commanders versus Giants game that we're going to be seeing for this upcoming week. That is going to be big on that front as well, but that said, you just take a look at the game that we saw now for the Arizona Cardinals. They're going to be looking to Colt McCoy, who's a very serviceable veteran, but that said, it is going to be a little bit interesting to be able to gauge his team to say the least because he's made two starts thus far this season already. He made that start against the Rams and the Rams. I think that they had out there John Wolford in that game as well. So this is going to be the second time for the Arizona Cardinals this year in which it's going to be backup on backup, assuming that Brett Rippon is going to be getting the start for the Denver Broncos. We're going to have more thoughts on that in a second. But I know that for so many people, they had Kyler Murray in terms of some of the props and act. This show gave out a Kyler Murray prop over. I will personally be the first to tell you that was a loser myself because, well, every book is going to gauge this very differently. There are some that are going to refund. There are others that are not going to be. I personally think that injuries are a part of it. If a book is going to be willing to offer you a refund, do take it because it is very, very difficult to be able to pick winners in this industry. If you're able to get pretty much a freebie, just a little bit of a refund, please do take it. Do not be like, oh, I'm going to be so humble. I appreciate the fact that you're trying to give me a refund, but I will just take my loss and be happy with it. Take take the refund. Just do it. I mean, that just goes with life in general, in my opinion. If someone's going to hand you something like that, you always take advantage. But that said, it certainly is always one of those things. And it does lead to a little bit more value in terms of the unders because we know that a lot of books that they did offer the refunds in terms of Kyler Murray props, they still paid out on the under as well. And that's always something that you do want to be gauging because football is a sport in which, well, guys get hit. And this was a very unfortunate situation, which it was a non-contact injury. That was unfortunately happening. If you take a look at basketball, I mean, look no further than what Clay Thompson had to deal with the last few years. You're able to go on down the list. And it's just a very unfortunate part of it. But 
it's always something that does need to be kept in mind. You do have just those, that small little percentage in which a guy might play a quarter. He might play a half if you're looking at college basketball for that matter as well and might duck out of a game. It's just one of those things that it's very, very unfortunate. It sinks, but certainly does happen, but it's always something to be mindful of and gauging some of these guys that a little bit more likely to get hurt, shall we say, guys with more of a track record. That's always something that you want to note with Kyler Murray. We certainly have never seen anything quite like this. He did miss a few games a little bit earlier in the season, but very sad situation. You feel for him, and that's pretty much all that you could say about that because it's very, very strange. But now we're going to be seeing a board in the NFL in which it's going to be now littered with backups. I mentioned it with Colt McCoy and Brett Rippon. No doubt the Baltimore Ravens are in it as well. Lamar Jackson said it's probably going to be out once again, if I were to guess as of right now, because it was sounding like towards the back half of the week that it was more likely to be more than just a one to two week injury with him. We shall see on that front, but I just take a look up and down the list and that's week 15 in the NFL trying to determine, all right, how big of a downgrade is Colt McCoy to um, Kyler Murray? How big of a downgrade is Brett Rippon to Russell Wilson, which it might not be too much of a downgrade there. And sometimes you get lucky, like in the Washington situation, we saw this a little bit earlier in the season. I actually thought that Taylor Heineke was an upgrade to Carson Wentz because it was like, man, can we get anyone else out there? The New York Jets, who have now been rolling with Mike White. I think that a scarecrow was an upgrade to Zach Wilson because the guys, they were just so distraught as, as to everything that was happening with Zach Wilson. And this is a very important part of just handicapping. And a lot of times it's something that you've got to be doing, in my opinion, just before the season even starts. Like when I do my college basketball work. It is truly a 365 on leap years, 366 day year task, taking a look at, all right, we got our evaluations of the starting five for insert your team here. It could be a power team like Memphis and Alabama. A pair of teams are going to be doing battle on Tuesday. And what's going to be a good matchup? Gonzaga, Wisconsin, you're able to go down the list or Stephen F. Austin, all those teams. And you want to be taking a look. All right. If you have star player X get hurt, what is the downgrade for this team? Who are the backups for them? I think that it's a very important process because it's going to happen every single year. You don't know which teams it's going to be happening to because like if the Kansas City Chiefs, for instance, were to unfortunately have Patrick Mahomes get injured and hopefully I didn't just speak it into the universe because I absolutely love watching Patrick Mahomes, a Chiefs team that is a two touchdown favorite on the road against the Houston Texans. But if that were to happen, in my opinion, the starter to the backup, probably the biggest fall off in the NFL just because Patrick Mahomes, he does things that no other man on the face of planet Earth is able to do. And a lot of these teams, they are going to have big fall-offs. Meanwhile, you take a look at a situation like the Denver Broncos and, well, the fall-off, not necessarily as big. If you were to have, let's just spitball a team here that probably has a little bit of a better backup situation, the Colts right now. I mean, if you have the Colts have to go with the backup quarterback, you're really not going to be having to adjust very much. And it's very much situation by situation, but it is something that is going to be very prevalent in the NFL this week. So always have that in the back of your mind. And because things are very reactionary and there's a lot of people that they themselves are going to be handicapping this on the fly. If you've already done this in advance, you're able to get a leg up. So I do think that doing your homework ahead of time, it really does bode well just in life in general, because anyone that makes a plan for when a tragedy happens, when 
just anything in life in general happens, whether it be sports handicapping or you need to pay a $500 bill that you weren't expecting to. If you're able to plan in advance, you always put yourself in a little bit of a better circumstance than in sports betting and that in life. So we shall see what happens in terms of this. But in terms of also the New England Patriots proving once again that they've got one of the better defenses in the NFL. Mac Jones, not necessarily the world's greatest game. And it's very interesting to see Mr. Stevenson for the Patriots also get a little bit banged up in this game as well as I know that he's now dealing with an injury. He only got three carries in this game as well. So you've got a lot of moving parts in the NFL and got a lot of moving parts in college basketball as well as we know. We saw the situation with Texas. I'll be touching a little bit more upon it within the coming days and the coming weeks. I don't want to give it too much light just because it is a very sad and unfortunate situation. There's no other thing that could be said other than hopefully the alleged victim in the case. It's just a case in which if what has happened actually happened, you just feel nothing but awful for the person that is going through it. And for the team and the Texas Longhorns players that had absolutely nothing to do with it, hopefully they're able to find just a better place in general, because that's just, that's not good. You don't want to be seeing that Texas they struggled barely being able to get by Rice in overtime. Always tough to be able to gauge those circumstances because I've seen teams in which they deal with a death. They deal with something that is very, very strange and just comes out of the blue. Some of them, they come out fired up. In the case of Texas, they were just completely deflated. So we shall see how they're going to be able to do moving forward. And that is my task on in terms of Texas to try to get that right. And in terms of taking a look at the great game of football, Ben Brown and Matt Landis, they're going to be helping me out with that task. Matt does a great job with the Pops and Ops podcast. Ben Brown, a pro football focus. Thank you for joining me next here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all 
but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. VEASAN is the gift that keeps on giving. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for just $79 and get access to everything that we do now through the Big Dance. Sign up now and you also receive $20 by VEASAN Sports Betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at our online store. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recaps of the top plays made by VEASAN shows and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and the bets are moving for every single game. A deep dive on betting reports. Plus our ongoing college bowl coverage with best bets on every single bowl game. This is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift and get VEASAN Pro access all the way through the end of March Madness. That is at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Great to be joined by our guest says we've got Matt Landis who does great work over there at the Props and Ops podcast, and we've got Ben Brown who does amazing work at Pro Football Focus and Gentlemen. I want to start with you on this one, Ben, just because we're seeing a lot of backup quarterbacks that are going to be thrusted into games, and we're going to have at least one matchup that's going to be involving two backups. We might see a few more. How are you evaluating some of these backups, and are there some that stand out more than others just because I think that's really going to be a big theme of what we're going to see in Week 15? Yeah, definitely. It is It is definitely backup week in the NFL, and I think you have to understand both uh, I would say kind of like the offensive scheme. And, and when I say that, I'm kind of thinking specifically about, you know, the Ravens who seem to, I would say for as good as Lamar Jackson is, I think they very much have, you know, uh, uh, you know, 75 to 80% of what Lamar Jackson brings in Tyler Huntley. Now the next question is, you know, without Tyler Huntley in the fold, either if they don't get Lamar Jackson back, like how big of a drop that drop off is that to their number three uh, guy and Anthony Brown as well. And that's going to be, you know, probably the pertinent question for anybody that wants to look at betting this Ravens matchup. So I think that is definitely a concern. I would also think of, you know, situations like Denver specifically with Russell Wilson, like that's a situation where Russell Wilson hasn't been, uh, I, I would say at any, any stretch of the imagining good from a, from a Broncos offense, but uh, the person behind him isn't going to bring anything their you know equation at all and I do think that the drop off from Russell Wilson to Brett Ripien could be pretty dramatic so uh very much a spot where I think you fade the Broncos early in the week given the expectation that uh that was probably a multi-week injury from Russell Wilson but understanding the context of some of these backup quarterback situations and how I would say you know in 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 a weird way how quarterback friendly I know that term gets tossed around quite a bit but how you know quarterback friendly both the offensive play caller and the scheme can be for some of those backup quarterbacks does make a guy, you know, as more of a plug and play type approach, uh, you know, a much easier bet to make from, you know, a handicapping perspective. And I want to get your thoughts on this as well, Matt, because I do think that it is really interesting to take a look at some of these backup quarterbacks. And is there maybe a team or two with a backup quarterback that 
you're either looking to back because you think, man, you know, this is a pretty solid backup or a team that you're looking to fade because you have absolutely no faith in them whatsoever. Yeah, one of the first examples that comes to mind on my end would piggyback off of Ben's point that there's a lot of context beyond the talent of the backup quarterback in a vacuum. And I go to the Falcons taking on the Saints this week, Desmond Ritter getting his first start. And I think one salient point Ben brought up last week when we were talking about the drop-off from Lamar Jackson to Tyler Huntley was that there are a lot of stylistic similarities. Now, Huntley may be a poor man's Lamar Jackson at best, but these stylistic similarities offered a more seamless transition. Now, unfortunately, with Huntley's injury, we didn't see that play out for the full 60 minutes yesterday. But I feel like in Atlanta, we might see a similar dynamic where... Arthur Smith wasn't using Mariota to throw the ball a lot. And with Ritter's athleticism and the way that offense has been run all season long, I don't think it's going to shake things up too much for the rest of the team. So with that, coupled with the fact that the last time we saw the Saints, they were putting on a masterclass of how not to win a game in the <laughs> NFL in 22. I feel like if you like New Orleans, just because of this backup quarterback dynamic, I get the Falcons aren't the best team. Maybe you just swallow the points. But if I'm looking at Atlanta's way, instead of taking the plus four that we're seeing across the board now, Maybe I'd feel a little bit more frisky and look at the money line plus 170 because a lot of these backup quarterback situations could lend more variance than we would typically see at this stage of the season. Yep, I think that that's such a good point that you bring up. And man, the Ravens, they have really been dealing with some injuries this season. There have been quite a few teams that have been dealing with some injuries as well. And something else that really stands out to me for this board in week number 15, I'll start with you on this one, Ben, is that We've got quite a few teams that they play more in the southern part of the country. They play in warm climates, and they're traveling up to the northern part. The most prevalent of this, and we've seen a little bit of line move here. That is with the Dolphins versus the Bills. The Bills, last night when I was on this show, in most places they were a six-and-a-half point favorite. I was starting to see a couple lines move to seven. Now we're seeing mostly seven-ass with one series seven in the market. How much do you take into account with regards to just handicapping and how much do the metrics take into account a team traveling from more of the southern warmer parts of the country going up to a very cold climate like Buffalo is and how much does that typically affect a team because just being someone that currently lives out here in Las Vegas having used to live in Wisconsin I can tell you right now that when I travel up to the northern part of the country to visit family what have you I certainly do feel it. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm I'm in agreement with you with my, you know, heart in Minnesota and everything else. I very much understand the cold weather dynamics. And I think that, you know, in, in some ways, like the travel and the situation, at least as far as like body temperature and, and climate acclimation and stuff do play a role and impact it. But of course, you know, the, the weather report and those sorts of things, I think also very much drive the handicap in those sort of situations. Cause I, cause you both you and I can probably agree that, you know, a, a decent 35 to 40 degree uh, day in, in some of these winter months feels like I would say a summer heat wave to a lot of people. And I think that could be, you know, obviously, uh, you know, beneficial to the Miami Dolphins side of things, but this total specifically, I think it opened at like 47, 47 and a half yep. and now all the way down to 42. So I do expect, you know, a little bit more of the weather situation similar to kind of what we saw play out with, you know, the New York Jets uh, and the Buffalo Bills last week in week 14. And I think that that very much has to play into, you know, a, a Bills team that is kind of used to some of those incremental weather type situations has very much been in a lot of these situations where weather has played a pretty, pretty big role over the past couple of seasons. And the Miami Dolphins, I would say, are not really built from an, you know, an offensive scheme perspective and have also struggled, I would say, in secondary type situations uh, where, where they, when they can't actually move the football through the air in a lot of situations where they are getting guys in space. And I think that's going to be, 
you know, the pretty big uh, impact from a weather perspective. So I buy into the line movement here a little bit. I do think that, you know, after the, the little bit of a dud performance from the Miami Dolphins uh, on Sunday night football, it does seem like some of these better, you know, defensive schemes, which I think Buffalo can very much still bring it, you know, even if they don't have some of the pressure type situations and, and the performance along the edge without Von Miller. But uh, I think in their secondary, they're kind of started around in a form. And I do think they've matchup uh, I would say pretty well it's a Miami Dolphins team so uh, I, I like the handicap I do think maybe the total has dropped a little bit too much just based on you know where this game could actually land on Saturday as far as temperature and weather and everything else but uh, I think the you know the Bills are still probably the best side uh, unless we move out past the touchdown uh, spread I would say and Matt we're going to touch on some of the teasers specifically that you're looking at in week 15 but I do feel like these two things sort of the weather angle that we're taking a look at in terms of Bills versus Dolphins and then just all these backups and leading to much, much lower totals, that can probably lead to a lot of value in terms of the teasers market, especially with a game like the Bills versus the Dolphins. We're seeing that anywhere between seven and seven and a half with Buffalo being the favorite there. And I do think that this is intriguing. Is this something that you really keep on your radar to try to find some, some value in terms of being able to take a look at a teaser or two? Yeah, it can get a little bit tricky because from a pure math standpoint with low totals, that implies reduced variance, which is generally a nice security blanket for teasers. But when we're talking about low totals because of extreme weather or backup quarterbacks involved, these are some unknowns that can in a way add variance. So even though the math might be improving, some of the handicapping factors might be going the other way. That said, when I look at a teaser leg like Buffalo now taking them down to minus one and a half hosting Miami, in addition to the fact that this is now a game with a pretty low total here of 42, the fact that the Dolphins are coming from back-to-back games on the West Coast, a short week going up to the Northeast, plus the weather bent touch on the way they're constructed. And we know that Josh Allen, even in that crazy win game on Monday night against the Patriots last year, was still ripping the ball all over the field. When the math and the handicapping factors align, that's when I really get excited about a teaser leg like the Bills this week. A couple of other good options to pair with them. One game that is weather affected that's not in teaser territory right now that I'm also keeping a close eye on would be the Lions traveling to take on the Jets. This total has dropped three points down to 44 and a half right now. And I think the total might be, you know, when it's dropped by a field goal this early in the week, it's tough to say there's a lot of value left there. But at Pick'em right now, I know the Lions are on quite a roll. I don't want to get in front of the restore the roar crowd. They have really been roaring of late. But it's been against a lot of pretty beatable defenses. And the Lions, not coming from a warm weather city, but as a dome team, that's a very friendly environment to a quarterback like Jared Goff. So in some pretty rough conditions against a significant step up in class defensively, I could only look at the Jets right now in the pick'em range if we get any good news on the health front for Mike White heading into that matchup. And I think that you bring up a team that we've got to ask Ben about on the other side because with the Detroit Lions, I think that it's very important to take a look at some of their splits because they're a team that early on during the season, they were dealing with injuries unlike a lot of the teams in which it's the exact opposite where they were healthy to begin the year. Now they're unhealthy. It's sort of been the opposite with the Lions. So we'll pose that question to Ben and take a look at a lot of the matchups that we're going to have in week 15 with our football panel next right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
Welcome back. This segment of the Great Peterson Experience is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, which is the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Most nicotine pouches are either a little bit too complicated to use or they don't provide the satisfaction that you're looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches, they might surprise you because Zen is made with six simple ingredients and it's completely tobacco leaf free, plus it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zen online or find a store that is nearest you at Zen.com. That is ZYN.com today and warning that this is a product that contains nicotine and nicotine, it is an addictive chemical. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa and the Sports Fang Network, being rejoined by Matt Landis, does a great job at the Props and Ops podcast. Likewise, Ben Brown does great work over there at Pro Football Focus. And we were talking with Matt a little bit to end last segment about the Detroit Lions. So, Ben, I want to pose at you the question of the Lions and how to gauge them right now. Because with the Lions, when they had a lot of their struggles in October, they were dealing with having quite a few guys that were out of the fold, like DeAndre Swift. Now, as a lot of teams are getting shall we say, less healthy. They've been getting more healthy, so I do think that that's something to take a look at. How do you gauge the Lions? Because they have been playing a little bit of a weaker schedule recently, but at the same time, I do like what I've seen out of them as well, so I feel like there's a lot of elements to take into account when handicapping this team. Yeah, so definitely coming out of this week, we basically have them as like one of the five most healthy teams in the NFL. Uh, and last week, like, like the New York Jets were in a lot of ways kind of in a similar ballpark, right? But heading out of it, you know, like Matt touched on, Mike White's obviously banged up. I would say very much questionable. Also, the Quinn and Williams injury situation, especially for, you know, a Detroit Lions team who has been so good offensively and is finally starting to figure out how to use, you know, both Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift. Like I think it, it, it's it's a matchup that definitely tilts in the in the Lions' direction. The, the the problem, of course, is and and it's something that you know we talked about with the Vikings from previous weeks as well. Is like you know the the Lions were not necessarily fortunate to win that game outright, but did get a lot of the breaks move in their direction. Where I would say in some ways a little bit unsustainable from a third down you know production standpoint and converting and moving on with the chains against a a really bad Minnesota Vikings. Uh, defense and I think that that's going to be you know the spot that the New York Jets have to win this football game so I know we talked about weather and everything else that probably tilts it you know a little bit in the New York Jets perspective and I do think if they do end up getting you know some positive injury situation kind of coming out of this week uh, and do get some of these guys back that are probably going to be questionable as we head towards game time like I do think that uh, you know, buying into the Jets and kind of fading, you know, the, the restore the roar bandwagon is probably the correct approach to take here in week 16. So I'm I'm with Matt on that one. Uh, I think the I think the bandwagon is getting a little bit too heavy for the D- Detroit Lions right now. And I do think this is a spot where they probably don't match up, you know, as well as as like they do against a team like the Minnesota Vikings right now. So if the Jets can kind of have some of those injury situations break correctly, uh, I very much think this is a Jets or bust spot for me. And Matt, the reason why we got on the Lions is that they may or may not be a teaser leg because right now it's a pick em line. We shall see how that moves against the New York Jets. But a team that might be a part of a teaser leg might involve your favorite team, the Chargers and the Tennessee Titans. With the Titans, in most places, I'm finding them as a two and a half point underdog. I'm seeing some threes out there as well. How do you gauge the Chargers and just this game as a whole from a handicapping perspective? Because with the Chargers, I was actually very impressed with what I saw from them on Sunday night against the Miami Dolphins. And for the Chargers, much like the uh, much like the team we were talking about before with the Lions, they were a team that they were all sorts of banged up, especially with their wide receivers towards the beginning part of the season. And we saw with Justin Herbert finally having a full allotment of weapons, he was able to have a pretty good performance on Sunday. 
Yeah, and surprise word today, Brandon Staley, saying that Rashawn Slater might even make a return during the regular season. So that would be beyond the purview of the Chargers matchup with Tennessee this week. But kind of like the Lions, if they can just take care of business and take advantage of getting healthy at the right time while so much of the league is going in the opposite direction, that can be extremely impactful down the stretch. As far as this Sunday's game goes, between the Chargers and Titans, Normally, a two-and-a-half-point underdog that I can tease up, I'm definitely inclined to do that at this time of year. But with the Chargers' soft three at a lot of books, even the two-and-a-halfs shaded toward the three, that gives me a little bit of trepidation because I feel like you get more value when you make a clean cross through the three rather than using it as a starting point. For example, the Steelers are plus two or plus two-and-a-half at Carolina this weekend. To me, that just offers so much more value, especially in a game where the Steelers taking on the Panthers, the total just 38 and a half. Oddly enough, we were talking about this between segments. The Panthers still very much alive in that NFC South because Tampa Bay does not seem interested in running away with it. But the Steelers don't have to do much from, you know, their standpoint to keep the Panthers from running away too much from them. Keeping a game within eight points with a total that low, I feel like the Steelers got some pretty heavy negative regression yesterday against the Ravens. I think it was three turnovers inside the Baltimore 25. So at face value, you could just say, you know, the Steelers laid an egg losing to Baltimore's backups. But in reality, the way the Steelers played yesterday, if they put forth a similar performance in Carolina, I won't be surprised if they win outright. So that's the way I would look a bit more than the Titans against the Chargers. I feel like right now, if I had to play a teaser at this moment, it would be Buffalo minus one and a half hosting Miami on Saturday night. And then pairing that with the Steelers on Sunday, plus eight and a half at Carolina. And I am so glad that you bring up the NFC South because Ben, I want to bring up two things for you. One, I take a look at this Buccaneers versus Bengals game with the Bengals being a three and a half point road favorite in this spot. And this just feels really short to me. I recognize that it's still Tom Brady, but this Buccaneers team has not played really much respectable football at all this season. And I feel like they've been overvalued every step of the way. And it feels like it has continued. And two, is there a chance that the Buccaneers actually lose this division? Because I take a look at things right now in this entire NFC South, it feels like it's like the MEAC or the SWAC in college basketball where it's going to be getting a 16 seed. It's just a matter of which team is going to be getting that 16 seed and fed to the Wolves. Yeah, I would say very much after I was uh, probably too strongly backing the Buccaneers in their San Francisco matchup last weekend that I am uh, off them, I would say, figuring it out, putting it together, actually being a team that is even capable of a first round upset if they do end up getting into the NFC playoff picture. So I'm with you on this. I think, you know, the injury situation continues to pile up. Uh, You know, Jamal Dean is now injured. Antoine Winfield Jr. didn't end up playing like their secondary unit. They are down to, you know, second and third stringers at at crucial positions in their offensive line, kind of a similar situation. And I don't, and I do think like, you know, the, the, the Todd Bowles and Byron Leftwich marriage as well, very much, I would say, is not improving the outlook for the players on the football field as well. So uh, I'm with you. It, it is unfortunately a spot where, you know, from like a modeling perspective and everything else, like we are probably still too high on Tampa Bay, right? Because we have some things baked in from prior seasons and prior expectations that are, are very much, I would say, not 
probably within the realm of possibility for where they're going to end up at this season. So uh, I'm with you. The um, I, I think the Bengals are probably the only the correct play here at minus three and a half. It does feel a little bit short, uh, but it also seems like the market is very much trying to, uh, you know, bake into or, or, or buy into the fact that the Bengals at some point have to have some sort of letdown game and, and the injury, situ- injury situation on their side also, you know, especially offensively outside of Jamar Chase. It is very much, I would say, going to be thin as well. So it's probably a stay away spot for me more than anything else. But I do think that, you know, when it's all said and done, uh, the the Buccaneers are probably going to be a really easy first out for a team in the wild card round. Yeah, I'm right there with you on the Buccaneers. They are going to be hosting a home game. And we've seen some of those teams enter into the postseason at, say, 500, a game below 500. I'm looking at you, the Seattle Seahawks. And be able to get it done, but yeah, it's not looking too terrific over there. And then Matt, in terms of the board that we are seeing for week 15, is there any other game that's really standing out to you? Because the one that I brought up with Ben, it's just for me, the, the Bengals being a three and a half point favorite. I feel like that's just a little bit too short. Was there another game or two that stood out to you? And you're just saying, you're like, man, I've got this valued a little bit different as of right now. Yeah, I'll touch on one game. I want to add one quick note to that Cincinnati game. Minus three and a half at this stage in the week. There's no harm in waiting. If this line ticks up to four, four and a half even, you're not losing that much value. But if it ticks down half a point to three, you're capturing a lot more of an edge with Cincinnati. So no rush to back the Bengals, even if you like them right now. To Ben's point, some of the market does still seem to have interest in the Bucks for reasons that are beyond my pay grade. (laughs) Another game I'm looking at this weekend, staying in the Bengals division, that AFC North. Right now, I would say that I I do like Cleveland minus three hosting Baltimore. There was a release this evening that brought it up to a minus three flat, and that's about my price ceiling for this one. But we've touched on it a bit already. Baltimore, a pretty misleading one yesterday with some really nice turnover fortune in Pittsburgh. They were outgained by more than a yard per play. And with this game being the first of the Saturday games, it's a short week for Tyler Huntley to make it through concussion protocol. Even if Huntley is a go on this one, I have a pretty firm lean to the Browns laying three. And if we're getting a free roll on Anthony Brown against Deshaun Watson, having that minus three in pocket, I feel like could present some pretty good value come kickoff on Saturday in Cleveland. Absolutely. I do take a look at that game. And with the Ravens injury situation, I do think that it's lending a little bit of value on the Browns, but not as much value as you two lend. Ben, you do amazing work over there at Pro Football Focus. And likewise for you, Matt, with the Props and Ops podcast. Always do appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Greg. Always appreciate those two gentlemen joining me every single Monday night here on the Greg Peterson Experience. And coming next, going to take a look at Tuesday's college basketball card here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the sports betting network. Sports are in full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, throw in their soccer as well. Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like the Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance. Friday Night College Football Bet and Get, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and so much more. Bet Rivers is calling all soccer fans. Head on over to BetRivers.com and check out the World Cup Daily Bet and Gets as well as it is a whole new game. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Vs and the Sports Betting Network. Big thanks once again to Matt Landis of the Props and Ops Podcast along with Ben Brown over there at Pro Football Focus. They do a great job taking a look at the NFL. They join me every single week and every single week. Just some great nuggets. I think that it was very wise what Matt also mentioned to me as well because you heard me talking up that Bengals game. You just lose so much less value when the line goes from like a three and a half to four than if you get lucky and this Bengals game goes from a three and a half to a three because obviously you'd rather have a three and a half than a four, but if you can get in on that critical number if it decides to go down to three, why it would go down to three at this point, I don't know because the Buccaneers look like a pretty dead side at this point. But that said, if you're able to get it, take it where you're able to get it as well. So just absolutely tremendous advice. Love having those guys on every single week and always love every single day having some value on the college basketball betting board in about 15 or so minutes coming up at 10 o'clock p.m. Pacific, 1 a.m. Eastern. I'll be giving you guys my DK Nation pick. We're on three in a row now, so we're starting to get a little bit hot with these, and we're going to be looking to continue that, and we're going to be looking to continue to find winners all across the board as well as we 
you've got an interesting game that's going to be leading things off, and I do like the favorite in this one, 601-602 on the board. It is NC State. They're going to be playing with the Furman. Furman, who I always think that they should be calling their mascot the Furries and have, like, Chewbacca or something like that as their mascot, but instead they call themselves the Paladins. Missed opportunity there from Furman. They're between a 6.5 to a 7-point underdog. Draw's game is hanging between 153.5 and 154.5. This opened up with NC State being a 6-point favorite. We've seen the money coming on them, and even though we've seen a little bit of a move, I do think that you've got some value here with NC State. I was willing to lay up to 7 with them, so... Seven is the absolute max, but here at six and a half, I think that you've got a good number. Turquavian Smith has been able to do a really good job for NC State, just being Mr. Do-It-All, chipping in their 17 and a half points, and what I think is big for NC State as well, because with Smith, you know what you're going to be able to expect out of him. Good three-point shooter. Really, the biggest question that you've got for NC State is down low as Dusan Merosic. Hopefully, I said that correctly. He was out of the fold for the team's last game against Miami. He was averaging six and a half rebounds per game, and the guy that had been coming in off the bench, DJ Burns, he was the transfer from Winthrop. He made the start, and he looked really good in that game against Miami. The big question with him always has been conditioning because he's a little bit of a heftier gentleman, but he played 31 minutes in that game against Miami, 16 points, 8 rebounds. I honestly think that he's an upgrade for NC State. I saw him at Winthrop and always liked his game, was always hoping that Man, this guy could be able to log north of 25 minutes because he's actually a very, very special player. He's actually the number three recruit, by the way, in the state of South Carolina a few years ago. Number one was Zion Williamson, and number two was Aaron Neesmith. He was number three in the state, so that tells you just some of the talent that he's got there. And then when it comes to Furman, they've also got a sad sheet suffer of their own. His name is Jalen Slauson. This is a guy that can go off for a triple-double on any given night. He's able to give you 15 points. He's supplying six and a half rebounds, four assists, a block, nearly two steals per game. You need this guy to sell hot dogs at the hot dog stand. He'll do that for you. So I do like that. And then Mike Bothwell, he's able to shoot about 36% from three, 20 and a half points per game. And it's a Furman team that always is a relatively solid shooting team. They're making about 35% of their threes. The big key for them, though, is just being able to be a little bit more efficient on defense because with Furman, you know that the offensive display, it is going to be there for them. They do a good job of making the most out of every single possession. But for Furman, right now, they rank 194th in the country in terms of points a lot on a per-possession basis. A little bit of a limiter for them, especially when you're going up against someone like a Jack Clark who has come in. Frenzy State done a solid job. Jarkel Joyner, the leading scorer from Ole Miss last season, he's been able to do some nice work as well. And for NC State, They've had a little bit of a question mark on defense. They've now climbed into the top 60 in terms of points a lot on a per-possession basis. I do like this Wolfpack team. I think that finally Kevin Keats is starting to figure it out with this team. So I'm willing to lay up to 70 here with NC State. And I did set my total at 153.5. You've got a pair of teams that they're not looking to play at warp speed, but they're looking to play a little bit more up-tempo. This is a total that opened up at 153.5. We're starting to see it tick upward. So as long as we continue to see it tick upward and continue to see it at 154 or greater. I do think that the improved defense of NC State is going to be able to keep this total under. How about if we go with another game towards the top of the board and stay out there in the great state of North Carolina? This is 603-604 on the board. One of my favorite mid-majors, Marshall. They are on the road facing up against UNC Greensboro. And Greensboro is between a 3.5 to a 4.0 underdog. Draw's game is anywhere between 141.5 and 142. And with UNC Greensboro, I set them as a 5-point underdog. The big reason why is that Marshall has always been solid in terms of generating turnovers. They've always been solid at playing with pace. Now they are finally guarding someone 
They rank in the top 50 nationally in terms of opponent's three-point shooting percentage. They rank in the top 40 in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. Dan D'Antoni, yes, that is a relation to Mike D'Antoni. He has figured it out with this Marshall team, and for Marshall, they're going to be able to exploit the Achilles heel of UNC Greensboro. UNC Greensboro last year, they made a coaching change of Mike Jones. You might be asking who, and I will once again say Mike Jones. He was play, he was coaching over there at Radford, and what he has brought with them is that Radford style, which they do a good job slowing things down. They're actually a good on-ball defense, but what they lack is that they allow opponents to be able to go bombs away from three-point range. With UNC Greensboro, last year they were number one in all of college basketball in terms of opponents' percentage of points that came from three-point range. That was right around 42%. They've addressed that a little bit this year, but they still rank 274th in the country in this category. And the reason why Marshall has been able to bust out after last year, they were a little bit of a disaster in the last year in Conference USA. Now they're out there on the Sun Belt is that they brought in a guy by the name of Camden Kerfman. He was playing at VMI last season. He's a nice little combo player that's able to shoot 40% from three. And that has really freed things up for TV on Kinsey along with Andrew Taylor. These are a pair of guys who are averaging about 39 points per game. They combine for about 10.5 rebounds, 10.5 assists, four steals per game. I mean, this backcourt duo is terrific, and they haven't necessarily reached the full potential of Obiana, Onchili, Killian. I still remember non-conference play last year. I had right around three blocks per contest for Marshall. On top of that, you've got Micah Hengelotten. He has come in as a freshman, 10.5 rebounds per game. So you've really got advantages at nearly every position for Marshall. Now, the one thing that I think keeps UNC Greensboro in there is that for one, this has been perennially a team that's been able to do a solid job at home. And for two, they do have a guy that's able to go into takeover mode in Keontae Kennedy. This has been a Greensboro team the last few years. They've really built themselves around one guy. And this year, it is Kennedy who comes in from UMBC. And he's been solid. 14 points, 6 half boards, a steal per game, shooting in the mid-30s from three-point range. Who's going to be able to step up otherwise? You do have the Langley brothers and Kobe and Keyshawn Langley. Keyshawn, a little bit more of a score, 11.5 points, shooting 36.5% from three-point range. And then Kobe, he's able to give you two steals, four assists, to 1.4 turnovers per game. So does a nice job of being able to protect the ball. But this is also a UNC Greensboro team that is collective. They shoot 30.5% from three-point range. Their Achilles heel is the three-point shot. And for Marshall, last year, they were very poor with their three-point shooting being able to bring in there someone like a Camden Kerfman. That is exactly what the doctor ordered for this Marshall team. And I do like them in the spot. And I think that we're seeing a Marshall team that can be very pesky out there in a Sun Belt that has a lot of really good teams be able to rise up and be able to get this one done. I am willing to lay up to four and a half with Marshall. And I did something total 137. It used to be a case in which Marshall could only win games that were very, very fast. We have seen it a few times this season in which Marshall has been slowed down a little bit, but they've still been able to roll with the punches. They do a solid job down low. So I do think that UNC Greensboro gets their style, but I do think that you're going to see Marshall get the cash, and I think that they're going to be able to get it done. So looking at the under, and I'm willing to lay it with Marshall. We've only got about a minute for this one, so we're going to do a little bit of a quick hitter on this one with a team that is playing at warp speed. So going to be very fitting. 306-559-306-560. Howard is going to be playing us to Florida National. Florida National playing themselves on a lot of early lines. It's right around about a three to a three and a half point favor with the total ranging between 148 and 149. And Florida National, a top 10 team in all of college basketball in terms of possessions per game. Typically, you don't find a guy by the name of Denver in the state of Florida, but Denver Jones has been able to do a really good job for this team. 20 plus points per game. Howard, they've got a guy by the name of Steve Settle III. He's a six foot eight gentleman that's able to pop some threes for a Howard team that 
It just have been completely atrocious on defense. They rank outside of the top 330 in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis with a Florida national team that ranks in the top 15 nationally in terms of points or in terms of possessions per game. You're going to see an up-tempo game. I like this total up to 153. I look at the overhand. Florida national, I think that they're a little bit overvalued. I'm only willing to lay up to one and a half points with them. So going to be taking a look at three plus with Howard as well. And also taking a look at our pro tip. For our number one, vcin.com slash subscribe for all these. And the pro tip for our number one, I discussed this a little bit earlier. When it comes to your off-season handicapping in really any sport, always be sure to take a look at the backups because we're seeing those of you guys that took a look at these backup quarterbacks before the season. You've got a leg up in determining how big the drop-off should be from the starter to the backup. I think that that's something that should be done in the off-season. And something we're doing next is taking a look at my DK Nation pick for the hardwood next here on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.